Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Based on fiction. Okay, welcome back to the most popular show on the True Stories Based on Fiction Podcast Network. That show is in no particular order. I am Evan, the third host, and I'm joined by D Mac. What's up, bro? What's good, man? What, what, man? What, what up, dope? Not fucking much, man. Uh, I'm happy that we're finally getting this list going that we've been talking about for probably the last three episodes. <laughs> but speaking of, so what we do on this show, because I'm going to try to tell people what shows are about, uh, like in the very beginning, in case there's are any all uh, new listeners and shit. So what this show is a show where D Mac and myself go through lists every other month of of in the realm of hip hop culture, in no particular order. It could be our favorite rapper, favorite this, favorite that, favorite blah blah blah. And then the following month we do typically do a summit episode where we discuss a topic in hip hop. Um. This episode, as I was alluding to, we are going to discuss a list of our favorite female MCs of all time in no particular order. So that's what we're doing this episode. And I will tell you, although we had three months to think about this uh, topic, uh, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't say that I had a very difficult time coming up with five. <laughs> you? Yeah, yeah, I did too. I did too. It was pretty tough. Mainly because this is gonna be my first hot take of episode. A lot of female female rappers are trash. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I mean that because um, <clears throat> rapping like cer- certain genders and races are just better at certain things. I know that isn't the, the most PC thing to say, but rapping is typically uh, a black male sport. There have been good people in every other thing you can think of, but predominantly in terms of volume, so of course you'll see better, is going to be black dudes. <clears throat> Although people still say that one of the best rappers of all time is a member of the Anglo-Saxon community, Eminem. But yeah, overall. <clears throat> but okay, we won't have any more hyperbole. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, did you want to reduce it to three? I mean... I still got five. Get five. Yeah, I, okay. I got five. <laughs> but uh, I'm not gonna be able to say a, a like a, a long fucking diatribe about each one because there's not much <laughs> I can say about it. Um, but okay, uh, we'll get right into it then. Who is your first entry for your top five female rappers in no particular order? All right, I'm gonna start with uh my girl Nicki Minaj. Of course, she's Please. on my list too. I know. I was just about to say, I know she's on your list. <laughs> um, I just heard this one um, verse she did. Uh, what is it called? Getting to the money or something? She she featured on somebody out on somebody song, and it's a recent one too because she hasn't really brought nothing out except for that one song with her Wayne Drake. Yeah, which is pretty. It's pretty tough. I yeah, like that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let me just, let me just go back. Go back a little bit with her, uh, was in Young Money. Fast forward, came out the same time around, like, same time Drake 
kind of came out. Yep. They kind of came out. Drake kind of headlined Young Young Money. And then after that, she jumped in it as well. Uh, I just remember her verse on, uh, um, what was it? Not Gucci, man. No, not Gucci, man. Uh, all, was it All Star? The Five Star. Five Star, yes. Yep. Five Star. Cause I had Gucci, man, her. And Birdman, right? Not Birdman, uh. Sean Gary? I can't even think of it. It was so long ago. But nah, that shit, I remember that shit was hitting. And to me, that was her introduction. <laughs> her bars on there was, was hot. I also remember her bars on, um, um, what was it called? I always say freaky things, but, uh, uh, I don't think that's the name of the song. The Usher song with her. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, man, I, I, I'm called? like drawing blanks on me right now, man. Uh, man that was a, uh, Lil Freak? Lil Freak, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, shit, yeah. that shit went hard. Her, her verse on there went hard. Man, she got like some bar, like when she... Especially old Nicki. When she spits, and somebody kind of brought it to my attention. When she actually spits and, and feels threatened, like by certain females or whatever, like come at her, and she actually drops some bars, it's, it's a, it's a good like line. Like, uh, what was it motorsport? You know, already know that one. Motorsport yep. with uh, Migos and uh, Migos and uh, Carly B, and that yep. was literally uh, that was literally uh, a shot right there. And that was, and she she dropped some bars on there. I'm just like, man, I did like her first album. I liked her first and second album. Third album wasn't too hot on. Uh, beat beats production wise, she she has. I would say I don't know who who be giving her be blessing her with production, but I know she. All I remember is the uh, birds and bees in the trap, and that be man, yeah, be way different, way. It's almost like one of the beats that sounded before his time. It kind of yep. remind me of a uh, Missy Elliott, mm-hmm. it's a freak on type beat. Yeah. Uh. Man. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. What was the line she put down? She's, the job she said, and this was like a freaky line. It was almost like I, 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 I leave my jury on when I give him my, my man a blowjob or some shit. And then I forgot she said hands on his balls like he got a cough or something like that. <laughs> like, like, like a physical. That shit was yeah. the funniest shit. It was, it was clever, but man. Um. But nah, I just like what she's done for the culture, and the only thing I hate about it, she don't get that much credit. Like, I know, I think I know one female that's like really in love with, with Nicki Minaj, like literally falls in that whole beehive shit, like hardcore. But uh, it's a female I know. I know. Oh, okay, got oh, uh, like oh, female like a female. Give me actual people. Gotcha, gotcha, got got okay, okay, yeah. I mean. But, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I feel like Nikki got more popular to her detriment or t- by her own doing because of her pop songs. So, um, I feel like now people don't even consider her a rapper because of her pop songs like fucking Spaceships and, uh, that one that, like, she had, like, little white girl singing, like, on Ellen. Mm-hmm. Super bass. So, oh, yeah. when it's just her singing. Now, that is something that she does that her counterpart Drake does all the time and then the the person that I'm going to miss in 
I mentioned next was a good segue from her as well. Kind of make that, well, kind of master that template. But Nikki sometimes goes full R and B, and I think now that's why she doesn't get like her propers. Also because of how toxic Nikki is. Nikki, Nikki is like is like Joe Button and like Diddy, and the fact that. She became what she hated and she did to other people what other people did to her. Cause she didn't get any, um, props by her, by the previous generation. She didn't give any props to people coming up. So, so instead of embracing the youth and helping them, she, she shitted on them. Like they shitted on her. Same way that fucking Joe Button kept talking about the creators and all this shit. But then when he had the opportunity to give money to his people and treat them right, he did the same thing that, 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 the big corporations did. And how Diddy, when he had his first deal, he got fucked over. He's been fucking over people for years. So instead of helping people out when they're coming up, as a good person would do, as a good person, especially in art, artists especially, like whether it's, if you're a painter, if you're uh, um, a writer, if you're a singer, songwriter, you typically want to lift up the people under you, either by giving them a chance to be like, um, and, and, and apprentice, like say, uh, fucking Scott Storch with uh, Dr. Dre, that type of thing. But she chose violence, and she said, said "Fuck everybody came on her because Little Kim and um, Foxy Brown didn't embrace her." When she could have, Nikki could have broke that cycle. She chose just follow that cycle. Yeah, I can feel you on that. So that's why I think that like she she doesn't get the props that she needs because she is probably lyrically. We're talking strictly lyrics, the most well-rounded and probably the best female rapper of all time. Uh, mm, I I give you that. She, 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 yeah, you got to give me at least like well-rounded. Well-rounded, I give you that because I you everybody that. else besides one person that I recommend, actually, not even her, but most of the female rappers is just folks are being super nasty. Or being yeah. like trying to be like a town boy and a thug. But she had both of those and she mastered both of those and then add in pop. So in terms of being well rounded, I can't think of any other female rapper who can outdo her on that. Um one one other thing I'll say about her and then like move on to my first pick. Well, yeah, let me figure out like who will go next if this is both of ours. But anyway, um a lot of people that I see who do music commentary on YouTube at least seemed to think think that her breakout moment was on Monster. The Kanye West song. Oh, no, I don't think that's I don't either. She was, she was waiting before the end. Yeah, and then honestly, now, that might have been like when like the mainstream-ish got to know her though. Yeah. But to me, like her verse wasn't that good to me. Like that song wasn't that good to me. Oh, I like I like the song. Her verse alright. Her verse good. But, yeah, that wasn't her breakout, though. That's me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Nikki is talented. She's probably one of, like, as I said, like one of the most, um, evenly talented people on, on the list. But I moved to who I think is, everybody who's out now is actually her son and not Nikki's. So, uh, wait, now, what I go next? <laughs> If you went first, but because I always forget, if you go first, but I have, but that person's on my list too. Do I go next or do you go again? 
Nah, you go, Nick. Okay. Are um, you done talking about it or yeah. with Nikki? Okay. You? Yeah, you go, Nick. Yeah, yeah, okay. we good. Um, so the person on my list, I think that you will probably agree and probably on, on yours too. They, in terms of creativity, I think that creativity-wise, Nikki stole from this person. And I think that even Drake is probably her her biggest son. So Drake took what she did and took it to a more mainstream level and did it more consistently in terms of being a rapper and an R&B singer and doing both good. Now, Drake isn't a good singer. He can hold a note and his songs are good, but his singing isn't very good. Whereas the person I'm talking about is actually a great singer, in my opinion. That person is Misty, Mr. Meaner Elliott. Oh, yeah. Never put out a bad song. And she killed everything she's ever been on. And people don't give her the credit for being a rapper. They think of her as an entertainer. But her rapping skills were actually good as fuck. Yeah. And she's very creative. As fuck. A fucking, I said, the I can't stand the rain. That that video was creative as fuck. She had a fucking, is, is that the one where she had like the Mega Man costume on? No. The one she had the Mega Man costume was, uh, uh, Sokka to me. Yes, yes, yeah. Her song titles was crazy. Yeah, her song titles was crazy. And then, like, she's, uh, and then she broke it down, um, after, I know this is a rap list, but still, but this artist, Miss Yelly, when she broke down, like, the singing on that fucking, uh, song by Leah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, I just want to be that perfect man. She killed that shit, bro. Vocally, she killed that shit. And then, of course, she had her, which is critical. Like, when she saw that flipping in reverses, she actually did flip it because I've seen people on like YouTube and shit. They'll put that that segment correct. And, and it's, it, it is what she said before, but like she flipped it in reverse. She's yeah, creative as fuck, bro. Now, some parts of that song don't age well because uh, at one part uh, uh, she was like, and forgive me people in this community, but, but she's like black, white, Puerto Rican, and, and Chinese boys. And then she went talking, and then she did a Chinese sounding accent that was very offensive in 2021. <laughs> but had like a Chinese person doing it in a video. But they probably, they, they probably just wanted to work. But, um, yeah, um, her and Timlin was a fucking good combo. But she had that song, Hot Boys, was called, oh, but Hot Boys, Hot Boys might, might not been her song. But she was on it, though. Yeah. Hot Boys. That's that one shit. Jaguar, right? Nah, Hot Boys wasn't hers. But, let's see here. I don't know what High Boy was. Cause High Boy was a song, even as a kid, I, I didn't want to do it, but like, I, I just wanted to like fucking, uh, like bounce to that song cause, cause it's so fucking cool. Yeah. But I'm like, man, nah, I'm a straight male, I can't be getting the hot, I mean, uh, I get hyped to this song, but she's like, I cook, boy, I boy, and I left the high boy. That shit was cold. <laughs> oh, was that Eve song? Oh, speaking of Eve. I gotta Actually, nah, that was her. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. But that big little, had little Mo in. Little Mo, yes, yes, yep, yep, yep. And then she had uh, that song that was an underground hit right towards the end of her career. Well, the end of her, oh, when she was relevant at least. 
Yeah, that pussy don't fail me now. I gotta oh, turn yeah. this around. <laughs> that shit was cold as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't heard that in a minute. That shit was cold uh, as fuck, yeah. but like Nikki was just I mean, sorry, a Missy was just a beast, bro. Like uh I can't think of a bad song that she put out. Uh fuck she was in fuck Moulin Rouge and killed it. She did write for I know she wrote for uh who was it? Uh she wrote for Tweet, I believe. Aaliyah. Aaliyah, probably Tweet. Tweet. Man, she wrote for a lot of people. Yeah, because I'm looking down the nose. They got her writing for like um, she wrote, wrote some shit for Fantasia. Damn. Yeah, man. Like, she, cause she co-produced a lot of shit. Like, a lot of shit. Low-key. Missy might be as good of a producer as Timbaland. Yeah. Because we need a good-ass documentary or like a, a, a BET miniseries a la New Edition. Not about fucking Jodeci, but about Dalvin, uh, no, about, about uh, Devante, right? About him mm. having that group and how he made all them stars but also was abusive as fuck. We need that story. Because I've heard bits and pieces of it, but I I, I never heard the whole story because I heard like I heard that he used to slap Missy like he used to uh, pistol whip uh, fucking Gene Wine and shit. He, he was a, oh, I know that. he was like a monster apparently. <laughs> right? But all of them save Magoo went off for great things. Yeah. Oh, also sidebar, and then uh, we can get back on topic. But I found this out maybe a month ago, and I'm not sure if we spoke about this before. Were you aware? Now, I didn't fact check this either, so I might be wrong. But according to something I saw, Timbaland and Pharrell are cousins. Mm, I don't know about that. They might be, though. They they are from Virginia. If that's, from, 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 yeah, if that's true, that is crazy. How could two cousins basically create the whole sound of 96 to 2012, essentially? Yeah. Two cousins. That is yeah, crazy. crazy. Actually, like, matter of fact, let me look that shit up right now so we can pack checks. That's crazy. But nah, they, uh, nah, Missy, one of mine's too. Uh, okay. One Minute Man. That's oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Talking yep. to me. Gossip folks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that beat was ahead of his time. Yeah. Um. The one, the album with it, the cookbook album, that one, I was like, that was her album she was going down in, but the music make you lose control. That shit went hard. That's the thing, yeah. Think, I almost think that she probably co-wrote some stuff, because she, you know, she got like right credit for a lot of people shit. But I think she co-wrote uh, some shit for Sierra, because she was... Yeah, probably, like, yeah. yeah, probably that one-two step. Yeah. Um, man. Okay. Sorry to interrupt, but uh, it's confirmed by Google and Wikipedia that Timbaland, Sebastian, who had like, who was around for a minute, and Pharrell are cousins. That's crazy. That is crazy, bro. That's unfair. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Tell my God, blessing folks, boy. Like, (laughs) he hit them hoes hard. That whole family gotta be rich, bro. Yeah. But nah, man. 
No, I like her creativeness. Her flow is tight. Like, flow is impeccable, yes. It's, it's, yeah, she don't get it yet. You're right, though. She don't get She need a documentary because she did get sick. Like, yep. I, forgot, I don't know what she ended up having, but she was sick for a long time. I think it was like time. lupus or like Lyme disease. I think it was lupus, yes. Yeah. Lupus, Lyme, yeah. So she, she did, and she never really recovered. She recovered from it, but by the time she recovered, her, her whole like, way was, was out. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. I seen like a couple songs and stuff here she kind of bring out here and there, but she's to me she still need her flowers, man. Cause yes. that was cause the way she was going and stuff she was saying and helping post out. And I heard about the tweet, the tweet one. I seen her when she did the little documentary thing on uh BET, uh-huh. and she said Missy the one who brought her out and was like, hey, you should do this, hey, you should do that. Tell me with the writing, blah, 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 so and so and so. And then she kind of ventured out on her own and kind of pushed away. No, she didn't push away from Missy, but Missy's like, hey, boom, you got it. It's all on you now. You know what I mean? And then she flopped. Then she flopped. (laughs) It's a rap. Like, basically her album was like on the shelf for like two years and shit Mm -hmm. like that. Then she fizzled out. But, uh, yeah, man. I think with Missy, if, I swear they just need, I, I, this is somebody needs to do. They need to have, uh, a rap, uh, like a concert and just kind of bring up niggas like to say like 90s, late 90s, early 2000s concert, hip hop artists, blah, blah, blah. Bro, that's the thing. And the, just kind of fizzle, because I don't really see it all. It don't really get broadcast that much. No, like, that's all over fucking social media right now, bro. It's coming to uh, Vegas. It's like a one-night show. But uh, everybody's going to be, literally everybody. From, like, 90s, like, our, our whole era, bro. Because I know, like, for, I know they got the thing at, uh, at Vegas with, uh, yeah. which is good for them. Uh, what's it called? Who's the group? Damn uh, New Edition. Oh, like okay. They got a Vegas residency and they gonna be there forever in time doing concerts and shit, getting paid. Yeah, so the um, so the usher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you get that, once you get that money, oh, you ain't gotta worry about shit no more. Yes. That's when you 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 good, like you locked. Once you do that shit, once you in Vegas do that shit, bro, you you so like it's like you getting so much money because it's damn near literally like you doing. Uh, instead of you promoting the concert, doing this, doing that, the, um, the casino is gonna do it for you. Exactly. So if you the highest thing on the block, all you gotta do is show up, do a couple verses, this, that, and the third, boom, boom, boom. You doing what, a show every, what, every other night, or probably like two? Like two a night, I believe. Yeah, like, yeah. two, three shows a night, like, a couple nights a week. But, boom, and then after that, they up here paying you almost, like almost damn near ten, twenty million dollars, like right off the rip. Like, yep. it, it's insane, man. Like that Vegas, that Vegas money. When you do that residency shit, that Vegas money is stupid. And, and Vegas is smart for finding letting like some black artists come out there, cause like that's all, that's always been a thing. Like fucking Barry Manilow and shit, and fucking Wayne Newton. Mm-hmm. They had like those shits for years, and I think that the Elvis had one right before he died. But typically, it's always white artists like who have it. Like fucking Celine Dion had one. For a number of years. And I, I think the first urban artist who had one was a uh, fucking Mariah Carey. Yeah. But Mar- now, yeah. Mariah Carey had one. Yeah. Yep. But now, yeah, like, 
they lay on like us doing shit. But okay, I found it. So uh Las Vegas, May 14th, 2022. Um I thought Missy was on this list, but she's not. But if, if you will indulge me, I want to break down this lineup. All right. And this is only one day. So uh they're probably doing one song each. But it is Miss Lauren Hill, Usher. Oh, and it's called Lovers and Friends. Okay. But, uh, Lauren Hill, Usher, Ludacris, Lil John, TLC, Sierra, Nelly, Ashanti, Ja Rule, Neo, Trey Songs, Brandy, Monica, Timbaland, Akon, T-Pain, Lil' Kim, Sean Paul, Fabulous, Eve, The Dream, Genuine, Escape, Jodeci, Keith Sweat, Mace, Fat Joe, Cassie, Twister, Maya, Cameron, SWV, SWV, Sean Kingston, I, I don't know why he's on there, Trick Daddy, Pretty Ricky, <laughs> Joe, Drew Hill, Next, 112, Mario, Donnell Jones, My Cousin in My Mind, uh, Foxy Brown, Trina, <laughs> Tweet, A. Marie, Khalees, Juvenile, Too Short, Ying Yang Twins, Mike Jones, Lloyd, John B., Kevin Little, I don't know why he's on there, Baby Bat, I don't know why he's on there, Frankie J., and, and Nina Sky. Yeah, that's a cold lineup. Yes, that's our childhood, bro. That that is our coming of age story in one concert. What's the name of concert? Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends. Yep. Las Vegas, twenty twenty two. And everybody's on there besides Missy. She's the only person that I can think of who's missing besides R. Kelly, but we know that he won't be on there. Shit, I gotta see. Alright, gotta see if I'm gonna be here for that. <laughs> Dude, I mean, low key, I'm thinking about actually going that shit too. But really? how many people? How many? How, how many of these acts are gonna cancel? Oh yeah, I know. Ninety percent of them. Yeah. But not Kevin Little. Because let me hold you, come and kiss my body. Only song he ever had. Turn me up, turn me on. And all these egos, <laughs> all these egos going on too, bro. Yeah, for real. Oh, it's at the fairgrounds, festival grounds. Okay. They're probably gonna have like multiple stages. Nah. Yeah, that shit gonna be crazy. But hopefully, it's old enough crowd to where it's not any violence, and I, and I think it will be. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I'm seriously considering going to this thing. <laughs> I gotta say how much tickets are and how much lodging would be. That's that sounds like that's gonna be the shit, man. Shit, they already got like little travel packages for them when we're checking the shit. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't get back on track though. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that, but I had to bring it up when you because I thought I, I thought Missy was on that list, but she's not. Nah, it's all good though. Okay, so uh, since you had Missy on yours too, but she was technically my pick first, it was your turn to go again. All right. Um, my next one, I'm going to go with, she's the, she can spit too, and she does get her flowers from okay. a lot of people. Um, she, from a lot of female artists, that majority of them are New York status. Mm. Uh, cause that's where she originated from, and 
She still pretty. I think she puts out stuff here and there, but she needs to stop. To me, she needs to stop though, because it's like you use before your time, and that's a uh, little Kim. Yeah, little Kim. I got put your light that's up. That shit was trash. You know what's crazy with her? I was saying she did an interview. It, it's it's weird, bro. It's mm. it, it's almost scary too, because she mm. had a baby and all this stuff. I'm by some dude, or whatever. But she was doing an interview. She's like, yeah, girl, blah blah blah, so 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 blah blah. That's a good but impression too. She, but then when she grabbed the mic, she said, "Yo." I gotta stop you to uh, interrupt. That is my problem with female rappers in general, bro. Yeah. They change their whole fucking voice up. Most of women on my list, now Nikki does that somewhat, but not as drastic of a change as the 90s female New York MCs. Cause they thought that to be taken seriously, they had to have a man's voice when they rap. And, and, and it's so off putting. It's so fucking off putting. Yeah, cause he's like, yo. Like one of her songs was the song off of the first song off her thing. You got it going on. What? What? <laughs> you got it going on. I guess you be scared of the dick. Nah, I take yeah, lips to the shit. <laughs> like, like some real G shit. Like it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Hey, but the nastiness. She always put the nastiness on it, but she did for what they did from. The Bad Boy documentary, they said Biggie the one who did that. Broke her whole album on her, right? Yeah, because she was, she, she had bars, but she talked about like, killing, not killing folks, but just hood stuff. And he was like, man, they don't want to hear that for no females. He was like, they want to hear like, this, that, and the third, which she, she wasn't the first female to do that. Well, what, or was she? What, get, like, get super nasty? Yeah. I think I think she might have been. She might have been because before her it was U N I T Y. Yeah, yeah. And fucking J J Fan and shit. Yeah, I think she was. She was the first one to actually really do it. On well, Sun Pepper was kind of on some Soldier Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean Sun Pepper kind of, but they wasn't that that. They talked like, about sex, great. but not nasty, and almost fucking. Responsibly. Yeah. They talked about it and it was like PG-13. Yeah. Let's talk about sex, babe. Let's talk about I'm a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Shit. I I forgot about Salt and Pepper too, bro. (laughs) Early 90s. That's some slaps, bro. Yeah. I I, I mean, I ain't forget about them. But uh, with her, Mm -hmm. I liked it. With Nikki, she's done too. They have the alternate ego. I like when rappers who had alternate ego. T.I. did it in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce. Yep. Um, but with her, she did it and it was her daughter or niece, Shanice. And then, and it was called, the song's called I'm Dot. And I remember I got this, still got this on my CD. And it's in my closet somewhere collecting dust. So I burned CD I had. And that was the first time I listened to it, I heard it. I was like, this shit is cold. Because it was like her niece was like talking to her aunt and was like, you know, oh, I want to be just like you. 600 Mercedes, you know, uh, 380s and my doll babies or some shit. It, it was, it was crazy, but she made it like, I want to be like you, but then she made it PG-13 to where like, <laughs> what she said, uh, cause she was like a little girl, 
She was like, uh, fuck Barney and Lamb Chops. I don't love them hoes. But everything <laughs> goes when it comes to bank rolls, diamonds on my toes, X and O's, Versace, higher, higher and designer clothes. And she, then she, I, I, man, I almost know that whole verse. Uh, I see. Man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, she, man, it, it was some stuff she took. And then Ladies Night, boom, yep. that was tight with her, Ressa and Angie Martinez. Angie Martinez did not rap no more. She, every time somebody bring up Angie Martinez, I say to bar, she be like, I don't do that shit. <laughs> Cause I mean, the question is, who, who wrote that verse for anyway? That's what I said, yeah. She just said she was feeling it at the time that that third, but now she just still like straight radio, which I don't blame her. I love staying in her lane, you know. And radio the culture. and, and carbs. She, That's all she yeah, cares about. But she do know a lot of stuff, though. I got to read that book. She got a book where she put a lot of stuff on blast. Man. Like, all right, side Barbara Angie Martinez. Over Angie. Yeah. I like old Angie Martinez, but now like, but now she's trying to be like fucking Ellen or fucking Rosie O'Donnell, bro. She's too nice. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I it's know. annoying. Cause it's so fake. Yeah. Oh, the baby! You look like a little baby! Shut up, Angie. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what else was, uh, Lil' Kim was on, um, uh, I'm trying to think. One of her other albums, too, that I like, that she, basically, it was called I think it's called like Spellbound or something like that. But she okay. literally rapped and she was spelling everything, literally. Frontwards, backwards. It, it was crazy. It literally kind of tested heels. And that's the one that had a, uh, Welcome to Brooklyn. Put your lighters up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Trash. It doesn't say album or whatever. But Trash. Other than that, um, you know, I kind of wish that she would have did like got into movies or uh, you know, but I think with Bad Boys as Bad Boy, P. Diddy at that time, she was away from Bad Boy at that time. Yeah. I already know, thank God. But, yeah, because you know how P. Diddy literally just turned into, to me, he turned into, uh, like how Master P was. But Master P already knew what he was doing. Uh, he didn't, he didn't forget that he had a record company, but, which you had all these desires and dreams and you making all this money and then all of a sudden you push away like, oh, I'm gonna build this brand here, get this, you know, get this mm-hmm. alcohol, this vodka going and doing this and doing that. Then before you know it, your, the, the main hustle that made you to become rich is almost like a stepchild to you because you got all these businesses elsewhere yep. to the point that artists that you could be bringing up, putting them on front front. They're literally collecting dust. Like, you got them in the shelves and then where it's in there collecting dust. Yep. Uh, which is crazy, but... Or getting motherfuckers locked in the contract like how you did the locks and shit. Everybody. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Fuck Mario Winans. Fucking mm-hmm. G-Dep. Fucking Loon. Fucking Shine. I mean, it's crazy, but... Other than that, though, I think she probably would have shined more, maybe, if I say Biggie probably was still here. She probably would have got more to, like, the forefront, like, i say, like, relevant, like, once you hit that upper status here, that Beyonce level status, 
mm-hmm. or that uh Nikki status. Because in my eyes, she she was there, but she never she was there with the Nikki status. Is, is to me is higher, way above higher. Yes. Than than uh no Kim was ever with. So shit, because Nikki status damn near. I don't want to say it's the. Um, I put it up there for a rapper type. I I put it up there. She's literally on the Beyonce status level. Who Nikki or uh, Lil Kim? Nikki, Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. hands down, I I did give it to you. Like that, she's on that level. So, but the thing is, Kim was never at that. Never could get to that. And I know that has to deal with marketing and you know putting your yeah. product out there, rapping and all this other shit. Back in the nineties, they weren't ready for a female being that in your face sexual. Sexual, nah. especially a black woman. But 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 Nikki came out in a time to where it was more so on the internet, like not not just mainstream to get hot, like fucking BET and MTV. So she could do what she did, and that's more palatable because like she had a different audience. But back in the nineties, when Kim was out, that was too much. It was too hot for TV. Did you hear what Nikki Nikki said? To, uh, I've been looking at what's name little podcast. Uh, uh, T Pain. That shit's funny. That shit's funny as <laughs> hell. Like, he be having, like, a little podcast. I think he had, like, a little podcast. I see, like, a couple glimpses of it. Or he was on a couple, uh, matter of fact, he was on a couple, uh, interviews. It was an yeah. interview. It was either an interview or he was on his podcast. Either one. And he said that, uh, Nikki basically kind of, like, swerved him. Like, pretty much was just like, I would try to get Nikki on the track. If so I sent it to her, you know what I'm saying? Waiting, like, I ain't gonna get to it. She said she gonna do it. But then I sent her, like, an email. He was like, I sent a text or some shit like that. She was just like, yo, I'm working, just like you working. I get to it. Like, damn, like, <laughs> like, like damn. That's like, like Nicky. <laughs> and then he looked like, it's it just how T Pain looked when he, when he said the shit. Because the dude told the story, he looked like, damn, Nicky. You just gonna do me like that? Like, <laughs> you just throw it to the side. <laughs> but then, this was early 2000, this was late 2007, 2008. Nikki caught wind of it. And Nikki, she, she laughed out loud about it all the sudden shit. She was like, I don't remember that. But at that time frame, I wasn't popping yet. I was getting it. I was getting the buzz. TK was already popping. His yeah. was already rolling. So that's why I'm sitting here like, shit, I'm trying to get to your leg. And then that's what she was like. I was in grind mode. Like, a mother, like, she was explaining, she was like, I was, I was in grind mode. So she was like, I could, she was like, I actually could see myself saying that. Cause I was in grind mode. Like, I was trying to get there. I was trying to get to where T-Pain was. I mean, that's dumb. Cause if she got on a song with T-Pain, then that could have helped it get on T-Pain level then. Yeah. It just said that she was. She was just saying she was just busy doing like features, this, that, third, and working on her album at the time. To the point it was just like, I ain't got time. Like I'm trying to do this shit. <laughs> I can see like T. I mean, I, I can see Nicki doing that like 2010 even. Like not, but not yeah. 2007. Cause like that's like when uh, it was, like was two, burning. Yeah, it was like two, 2007, 2008. Hmm. It was right at that time. It was, it was at the time frame, cause she was still early stages. She ain't had no album yet. Yeah. Cause T-Pain, I think T-Pain actually even helped her with, uh, Beam Me Up Scotty. I think. I pretty much. I'm, 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 I'm almost certain he did. He helped her with that one. Yeah, like, I can see that happen. Um, 
Yeah, but I don't have anything to add about Kim. Like you said, everything that I would have said and and more because I wasn't like a, a little Kim fan at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that the only the only Kim song that I remember besides "Put Your Lights Up," which is trash, was uh that song with Cisco. How many licks do I take until I get to the cylinder? Oh, how? <laughs> when she uh talking about. She can swallow a whole Sprite can, which is crazy because a Sprite can isn't long, but that's a fat. Like, goddamn. Yeah, it's a lot of girth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she apparently prefers girth, not length. But, um, okay. Uh, my next entry is going to be my newest entry. I mean, like, my newest uh person on my list, and that is, of course, who's my favorite female rapper of all time, personally. And we have the, the same favorite rapper, and that is Tina Snow, a.k.a. Meg Thee Stallion, who's the only female rapper whose whole project I've heard, and I didn't skip that many times. Um, yeah. That was the the, the 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 Tina Snow one. That Good News was trash, and the one that came out right before that, I think, was also trash. But Tina Snow and the one that came out right after Tina Snow were both burnt. Like, in terms of flow, she got a cold-ass slow lyric. She nasty, but she ain't too nasty. I mean, they ain't all she talk about. Yeah, she too. She won't do some uh, hood shit, too. Like, I mean, she's a perfect artist. And then, unlike Nikki, she's open-minded, and she greets and welcomes other female artists. <laughs> and And she does great interviews. Like, yeah. all around, like, a personality, like, she's a perfect artist, in my opinion, man. And she's even a nerd. Like, she like she watches anime and shit, bro. I didn't know that. Yeah, like, she yeah. said that most nights after her tour, just, I mean, after her concerts and shit, she'll go to her hotel room and watch fucking Naruto. Oh. <laughs> and fucking Shaman King and shit. Like, the fact that she is into nerd shit, too, is even better. But that explains why she's kind of weird, too, because, like, uh, I don't want to say this, but me being, like, a male nerd, I have found that most females who are into nerdy shit are really, really weird. Most people who are into, like, nerd shit like I am are really, really weird, and maybe I am, too, but especially women, every woman I've dated who, who, who likes nerd shit was really weird. Like, awkward as fuck. But the Tina Snow Project was one of my favorite projects of the year when I heard it. Like, every song on there it was cold as fuck. And I, and I think that's the one that Big Old Freak was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um... And Tina Snow is her female version of Pimp C's Tony Snow, who's her favorite rapper and my favorite rapper. So, like, that's how that's how she... That's how she... She and I... That's how she and I bonded. Um, I also like the fact that, um... Yeah, I mean, there isn't much about her that I don't like. Um, I do think that some, and, and like you said before, she has a different um, personality. She has Tina Snow and she has Meg. And I think she might have one more too. I can't think off the top of my head. Yeah, but like she has the same thing like the, like most good rappers have. And like she's good on features. And like I said, she's open-minded and she will collab with anybody. And, um, I just saw she took a picture on Instagram looking good as fuck, uh, with, um, you probably don't watch, uh, wrestling, 
currently do. Nah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. I stopped in like 10th grade, but now I'm kind of back in because like, I find like, I find like the storylines interesting and, and how they came up with the storylines. And then like, I'll try to watch a match and see if I can figure out who's going to win by the story that they're telling. But like, that's other me being nerd shit. But anyway, um, the uh, woman's champion of SmackDown is a black chick who's fine as fuck and she's athletic as fuck. Her name is uh Bianca Belair. Look her up okay. when you get a chance, bro. She's fine as fuck, bro. And, and, and she's black on TV, bro. Like, like she ain't ghetto or hood, but but she act like a black woman, bro. Like she got a long ass braided a braid and like she uses it as a whip to the other female wrestlers. Oh damn. And then like. She had a whole campaign about don't touch my hair. Like, that's black people shit, bro. Like, she said, all like the white female wrestlers not touch her hair. Just, but anyway, uh, she has like a series of pictures right now with her Meg Salad when they both looking good as fuck. <laughs> so, I, I also like that about her. Um, yeah, but like, that's pretty much it. Is a, is a Meg on your list? Oh, yeah. All the way. And she with with Meg, it's the same reason that you vouch for stage presence, good interviews. Um, sorry, she got shot at, but <laughs> allegedly, yeah, le- allegedly. Well, According to shot, it just by who? <laughs> she got shot. That's a damn shot. <laughs> or as it said initially, step on some glass on the outside and then on the back in front of her foot. Yeah. But yeah, man, she, uh, she, stage presence, everything, awesome. Uh, I think with her, I like, I like her to use no album too. Yeah. Um, you know, her new, the new album, the good news, it was, it was okay. It was I skipped okay. so like much on that songs. shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I ended up skipping some. Yeah, me too. I'm right with you on that one. But, uh, she needs, with her, I just hope that she keeps her momentum. If she's getting mm-hmm. paid. I don't know who her dude is. I don't know. Is he a no name or is he actually a rapper? Or... He's a popular ghostwriter. He, he's, he's basically Cardi B, bro. Every Cardi B song that, that you like, he wrote. Oh, see, I ain't know that. Yeah. And he also had that song that, of his own that was good. Like, he had plenty of songs, but, most of them are trash. But the song that he put out that this may know is that bag bagging it up. I like the bitch who be talking shit and then bagging it up. <laughs> so that's his song. Like, that's actually good. Like, that's a McCarty on it. Yeah, but that's who her current dude is. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, happy poem. Hopefully yeah. it lasts. And be on some bug. Cause I thought she was gonna be with somebody totally different. Yeah. And unlike Nikki, apparently she is actually is bisexual. Unlike Nikki, who act like she was, and then says she's never been been, been with a woman. So that's a uh, I think they call that pandering to like the gay audience, like trying to get their approval and shit. Yeah. But Meg actually is a bisexual. I don't know that. Yeah. Um. Also. With Meg, uh, if you remember that Chris Rock joke from back in the day, 
when Chris Rock was like talking about how women can like rap songs that are talking bad about women and say he ain't talking about me. That's how I am about Meg. Well, Meg was talking about dudes being simple and shit like she ain't talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, uh, who's your next one? Oh, shit, this is my name. Oh, that'd be my last one, but Meg. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I had Meg. Meg, Missy. Missy. Nikki. Nikki. And I had, uh, what's her name? Oh, um, Yeah. Uh, my next one, I'm going to go... I'm actually gonna go with somebody that's, I don't know if she on your list, but I'm just gonna roll with it because of the fact that she was, I liked her lyrically. She was probably the only one, she was the first lyrical person that No Limit Records had Ooh. on their team. <laughs> we are a hive mind tonight, bro. <laughs> She was the like the only the only one between it was between her and Mystical and mm-hmm. maybe and maybe, maybe one person. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Finn. Maybe. But, but not Silk. No. <laughs> How did they convince us that Silk was good back when we were kids? Man, I used to think that dude was actually good. I don't even know, he man. Is, he is so trash. Trash. Talk about Blueface and being on the beat. Bro, yeah. That, that's how I know Blueface gonna make it. He sounds just like him, bro. He sounds just like him. Hey, hey, I like a little sidebar tangent, like on this little joke. Um, <laughs> Blueface, if I'm still be in the studio, like, yeah, I'm ready. Like, hey, I ain't played the beat yet, man. We gonna hear the beat first? No, I got it. <laughs> Put the beat on. I'm ready. What <laughs> 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 beat is? Hey, all right. They write what the fuck they wrote, <laughs> regardless of what the beat is. That's yeah, funny. But yeah, my uh my artist is Missy not Missy, my bad. Uh my Mia X. Yep. Mia X. That was mine too. And she had two she had two albums with no limit. Um I just know the first album was like rock. Yep. Second album I can I can't really quickly judge. I think I probably heard like two or three things, but that's when no limit was going down south, like down down. Yep. So it really didn't matter at that time frame. All her features of being on from make them say uh, she like call them make them say, make them say on, uh, that was that was bro that <laughs> between her her verse and mystical verse that's what I'm saying they the last was I'm thinking like bro it, it's crazy yeah like they had the like the hardest verses on there yeah and then she had uh. All her features that she was putting on with, uh, like, Master P, any kind of feature she was putting on, that shit was good. Like, I remember, man, with, with Ghetto Dope, he yep. had the one, uh, Plan B, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I could be, you know, I, he could be your nigga, I could be your man, but everybody needs a backup plan. Then she had a vice versa on that, that shit was good. Uh, on her, she had the ones, on her album, she had the one song with, uh, with the Foxy Brown and who else? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit. I can see this video in my head, man. Oh, fuck. I got the V down the. Dun, 
down. Yep. How's it go? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. What's really going down? <laughs> and we gonna make you ride hip hop. And all I said, and then she just and then starts singing. Yeah, that shit. And then I also like her verses, like just literally on. Um, so No Limit had they first song on the album usually bring heat. Yep. On every single album. That's something that. that they definitely did, yep. <laughs> they mastered like that. the intro track. Yeah, and you gonna have at least about four, five motherfuckers over there. Yep. And it's gonna come hard, like hard, Posture hard. track. Everybody off rip. Mm-hmm. And I used to love that, and then every time she was on there, it was right from the TRU to the Mystical, his, uh, his, his, uh, uh, intro track, uh, man, Master P. I mean, whew, Fiend. I remember listening to Fiend back then. That shit was going hard. But uh, listening to all that, but for her, uh, you rebuttal with her. Um, I liked to her it just lyrically, like her delivery. Yeah, she was nasty a little bit on her albums, on her album here and there, and that third. But then she could just literally break it down to a science where it's yes. just like. You 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 look at that, the rest of everybody don't live it like, dude, where y'all at? Like Exactly. <laughs> like and then even if you listen to oh the Master P, the No Limit documentary, the one on VT, he would literally tell you he's like, Yeah, I got that girl because these I heard about her from some folks in New Orleans. And then I had heard a couple of tapes and then it was just like, Damn. Like, I need that. I need somebody spitting that real shit that that that, that lyrical content that's gonna make you think and everything. I just basically shit I'm saying because he was just saying ghetto shit, making it rhyme. Everybody's like, yep. okay, I get it. Master P, I know this is gonna be a little tangent, but Master P was literally at the right time and right yes. moment when all his shit just hit. And and he, I think that P was like fucking ease up for Friday, like. He started his like his label from selling, from 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 a settlement. And I feel like he faked it and got all that money, and then he flipped it and started the label. But I think that it's all predicated on him faking a fucking injury. Mm-hmm. My neck and my back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. But nah, man, it's just with no limit though. She was. Lily the Queen of No Limits. Yes. Hands down. And so, the King. She was King and Queen of and No Limits. And Might as well say, yeah. And from what I hear, the only reason why her career went down, because I'm pretty sure that people were calling her to when when like she finished with with fucking no limit and um probably would have signed her and gave her a bigger budget and everything too. But she stopped rapping because I think her dad and her and like her son died back to back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that to where... Something like that, you're right, yeah, yeah. She had to quit music and I'll raise her family. Mm-hmm. She's like, could have been like her... Could have been Sorry, like I had to her husband and, and her dad. Something crazy, like two big deaths back to back. So she made the choice like raise her sisters and like her own kids. No, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was like both her parents died back to back. Mm-hmm. So... She had to raise her own kids and, and, and like her sisters and shit. 
Ain't no wrong with that. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, 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 like you got to, like, uh, it's family. So yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that's the only reason why she isn't as big as she could have been. Cause she, she was a stand up person and did what she had to do. But apparently now she's back with like a cookbook or some shit. I don't know shit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but, um. That's somebody I probably would like to meet. And that's just a meeting. Just yeah. To be like, man, why are you this and that? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, she, fucking chop it up. She got that personality. She do. Talk to her. It's just kind of like, you know, it'd be kind of like family in a way. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. And she, she, she was in one of the Master P movies, wasn't she? A yeah, uh, I got the hook Yes. And she was good in that. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> P can't act. Silk, sure as shit, can't act. Uh, you like the hot, you like the hot boy. Hot boys was so as a kid it was good, <laughs> but I saw it maybe five years ago, bro. It was three movies in one. It changed plot lines on a dime. <laughs> because first a girl got sick, then like a girl disappeared, then like, he became a drug dealer, and then he became a cop. That <laughs> shit was like all over the place, bro. Hot boys was so fucking garbage. <laughs> Man, one of these days, I, I don't know if it's possible, but uh, I think that we should try to find all of the old hood movies, like like the low budget, straight to fucking VS take ones, and watch them. And I do reviews, like Last Dime. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, that shit, man. <laughs> I seen a clip of that during his documentary thing. I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That last done, I remember seeing I'm about it. Uh, what was it called? The, the Hot Boys one? Was it Project Chick? Project? Yeah, I forgot about that one. I seen that one too. That shit was trash. Foolish wasn't bad. Yeah. Hey, you know what they should do? What's up? I don't know why. They, they should do a versus with No Limit and Hot Boys. And see, and that shit would that actually that would be a good for the culture. But the thing is, though, I don't know P and Birdman. Birdman, he 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 burned the bridge with a lot of folks, though. Yeah, P would be like, I'm down for whatever, but because if you tell him some money involved, he he on it. Yep. But <laughs> but Birdman, I haven't heard nothing from him about him in a while since that shit was. Since the shit all over the Breakfast Club, yeah, he's been pretty fucking low. Yeah. Low. But he he got a song out now with uh Wayne and uh and a young nigga. Um uh, what's his name? I don't even know. Is even is Cash Money even a company anymore? The, yeah, like <laughs> this this song was under Cash Money as a label. And then like the, the, the artist was technically Rich Gang. Cause from Rich Gang, cause it's like Whoever, whoever Birdman says is in it that day. But it was um, <laughs> Roddy Rich. It was uh, Roddy Rich, Wayne, and Birdman. And, and, and it's not bad. Uh, uh, like popped up on yeah, my YouTube I, I swear Birdman, he, like, he made his money. Him and uh, his, was his cousin, brother, cousin. A uh, brother. Brother. Yep. Well, they made their money. It was just like and then people start falling out, you know. BG left, went to jail, uh, went to jail multiple times. Juvenile multiple. went, did his thing, but Juvenile came back though. 
He left and he came back, but I don't think that shit went nowhere. No. Wayne, he was just trying to keep Wayne hostage because he was the money maker. Yes. Out of everybody else, after everybody left, like he was still making money, pumping. The point, oh, I'm going to have you president, this, that, and the third. When he thought that Jay-Z was about to, even though Jay-Z probably was. Yeah. Jay-Z made it seem like it, he wasn't. But he was trying to, Jay-Z was like, yo, I'm about to get way, way about to come mm-hmm. with me. And, but it, he gonna make him like the CEO or whatever, uh, cash money or whatever. Basically, you have him give him a bullshit title. Figurehead position. Yeah. Yeah. And then shoot him a car, give him some money. When he up here making nickels and stuff, he could actually be making like close to what Birdman was making. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it, it's so fucking crazy. If you got somebody that fucking talented, even if you pay them everything that they deserve, you're still gonna be making money hand over fucking fist. People don't be thinking like that. They're just fucking be, greedy, they man. On, motherfuckers be on that Peppertone shit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. That, that shit, that shit, yeah, that shit is bad, man. That's why I was just like, I can't, I'm trying to understand it for the life of me. Like, why would you lock somebody, try to lock somebody in a contract and it's take their publishing away it's and all greed. shit? Like, it, it's crazy. Like Buster Rhymes said, even though I'm getting money, you can give me some more. Yeah, for real. I know. But I will say this, though. I know this is like a little tangent here, but these new rappers, it's a little different with them. Yes. Because I've been hearing a lot from these old rappers, like uh, my man Method Man saying, he was like, Method Man and Ice T. They said, Ice T said the same shit. And he was like, what's up with these rappers? These fools got, I'm seeing this jury. These cars and all this other shit. I'm like, where the fuck is they getting this money from? Because back when we was coming up, like, what's the name? Uh, what was it? Method Man was like, dude, we was doing like five thousand dollars a show somewhere, and then we was doing multiple shows. Everybody was like five thousand dollars. I had to tell my manager, like, hey man, we need to up this twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know, up this, up to this, up to that, because we doing five thousand dollars a show. It's like, boom, they. You ain't really making no money. Right. But then when you look at all these rappers now, it's like, we know that you broke, like, your first contract shouldn't be, like, you making money hand over foot, but them fools, though, he's like, nah, they making hand over foot, like, the little Uzi, the baby, the this, the that, the blah, 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 like, it, it's getting to the point where it's like, yo, where the fuck, how are they getting this money like that? And then, and I think it has to do with streaming, streaming service. I literally think that's what it is. Compared to back then, you had to sell records out the store. Right. And it was literally, your shit need to go platinum. If you was going platinum, you was good. If you were going platinum, you was gold, it was terrible. Yep. Uh, singles wasn't as big as how they getting pushed now to the point yeah. where you get, you might have a single that have a billion streams. Like Drake, Drake and Eminem got literally several songs that got over a billion fucking streams and that's insane and yeah. every one of them damn streams is literally money in a bank so it's I pennies think, the, it's pennies though but the thing I, is I'm sorry go ahead I'm sorry go oh ahead. go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead one reason why these new rappers are making money is they aren't signed to very many big labels and if so it's like a partnership to where um they're making more money because there aren't as many people eating off their shit. Like, it's not being as cannibalized as it was back in the day. And then also, a lot of them can make their own beats or their homeboys make beats for them because making beats in 2021 isn't hard anymore. 
like that, yeah. like the cheat codes are out there to where a person can make a, a whole album on a fucking iPhone app that comes free with your phone card of fucking a garage band. You can make a whole album off that shit, bro. Do vocals, mixing, beats, everything. And if you're a young kid in high school and shit, if you play around with that fucking app enough, you can probably make some beats, beats that are passable. So, that, so if you're writing your own songs, doing your own beats, performing this shit yourself, putting it out on fucking SoundCloud or fucking YouTube or all that shit yourself, because like, prime example of podcast and shit. I put the podcast out myself. I don't have to talk to like a company and do it. And it's free. Well, mm-hmm. it's it, it's pretty free. It's like $12 a month to hold all fucking 200 episodes. But that's why they can... Now, are, some of them probably are still kind of broke, but they can make a lot more money because there aren't as many people eating off their shit anymore. Yeah. Which is how it yeah. should be. That's, yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it should be. Like, damn, I didn't even notice. Like, I'm looking at, like, the baby, his shit, his albums. Yeah. All three of his albums then went platinum. They even put out. Pretty fucking good. I didn't know that. These days, especially, because now, because back when we were coming up, if. Andy was, Andy was number one, too. Yeah. Chart. Back back when we were coming up, if you didn't go platinum, like you flop. Now if you go gold, like like that's a huge accomplishment. You went gold. Yeah, it really is out of you would go, yeah. So now if you go platinum, like go platinum now like going diamond back in one uh like what uh going platinum now is like going diamond was back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then like okay, so um the baby, who is the baby even signed to? That's a good question. I don't think it's signed to nobody. Because, like, back in our day, it was all about who you signed to. If it was Puff, if it was Def Jam, if it was fucking Aftermath. But now... Nah, he, he signed to uh, Interscope. He got his own label, but he signed to Interscope. Mm. So I don't know what's the perks of that. Yeah. Um, hopefully, he didn't sign, like, sign uh uh three sixty because like that's when they don't like let me get a piece of, of of everything you do but they'll push you though. Yeah, but, I don't think he signed on three sixty though. No him. He got too many uh too many he got too many uh too much money be signed three sixty shit. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the baby Despite what he said earlier, which might be on a post-credit scene on on this episode, uh, he is one of the most intelligent and business-minded rappers that we've seen in a long time. Yeah, because um, the people who do like his videos are are like his homeboys. Yep. So like, probably get paid on the back end, but that means that he don't need like fucking Dave Myers back in the day and shit doing like a video for a million dollars or shit. <laughs> Hey, Dave Meyer, man, he makes some good videos, though, man. He came back hard. He came back hard, because back in the day, if you recall, he was always on fucking making the video and shit, making all the good videos back in the day. But so he was gone for a minute, probably trying to make movies like like Hype Williams, and failed at it. Now, now yeah. he's back making videos again, and, and the whole time, because Dave Meyer is one of the only 
music video of the records that I can still think about. Him, uh, Bennett Taylor, like, like whatever that dude name is, and, and uh, like, fucking real goats. Like, those are the only three people I can think of in 2021 who make videos. <laughs> By name. Yeah. But okay, uh, that is that list. Um, so next month we gotta do a summit episode. Um, any ideas for a summit? Shit, yeah, we definitely did a summit on the baby on this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I I almost said let's do one on Jay Z the businessman, but we did that on we did that one yep on the on as we record the episode that came out today. Which is doing which is doing really good by the way. (laughs) Already. Thanks to the fans. Yep. Out there listening. Uh, oh, yeah, too. Did you? Uh, we can maybe do uh, our own summit on the rise and fall of No Limit and or Cash Money. Let's do, yeah, let's do cash money. Cash money? Cause we yeah. ain't did cash money. I never no. thought about that. I don't think, I don't think that we've even done like a Wayne summit yet. Nah, we didn't. Remember? Cause we were trying to get, yeah. our time was off. Yep, 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 yep. We were trying to get, uh, a Cordell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yes. So like, we're like a no limit one. And like, that'd be a good one too. Like, cause there's so much fucking there. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a really good one, and of course that's gonna be tied into like No Limit too, cause cause at least here, at least where we grew up, at first it was all about fucking No Limit, and then yeah, fucking in seventh grade, like from like fourth grade to sixth grade, it was all about fucking No Limit. Then like the seventh grade, fucking Hot Boys came out and just fucking killed the game. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, I remember. I also kind of I remember my cousin too going down south and coming back with all them no them uh the cash money CDs. Yeah, or tapes. It was tape tapes CDs. and CDs. Yeah, yeah. And he had brought it up and was just like, "Oh, this is gonna be the new stuff right here." He was like, "That no limit stuff gonna be old." And I'm like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And I was looking at him like he was crazy. Yeah, Everybody was. Yep. And bro, <laughs> that's a, that's a that's the interesting thing about Saginaw, because uh. This is my theory, um, because a lot of people from Saginaw were in Saginaw or Detroit because of the plants, and they came from down south, and they still have mm. family from down south. So a lot of our cousins and shit are from down south, and then if we go down there for the summertime, we'll come back with our new hot shit and the the southern music. Because like all of my non-black friends, if they like rap from the '90s, it's gonna be shit they played on MTV, like fucking NWA. But everybody from school fuck with shipping down south. 
And then eventually Down South took over because those people were correct. But yeah, um, I think that that'd be a good one. That might have to be a two-parter, as a matter of fact, because there's so much yeah. <laughs> that goes into it. Because also, and like this is like a preview of this episode, Wayne was kind of hot, but people always thought that fucking Juvenile was just like the leader and that, that he would have like, like the fucking longest career. Yeah. And that flipped. Juvenile, yeah, Juvenile, Juvenile was pretty much leader of the pack. Yes. When it came down to everything, BG technically should be. I'm a BG fan to the, to, to the, to the, to the day I died. But Wayne, like, I listened to the, the like, his first album, uh, the shit was there. Like, you could, it was. you could tell the growth was there, but I didn't think it would get to where he was at on the card one. I never would have dreamed that it, he would be he'd be hitting it that hard. Like, the one right before Carter One was called too though. Well, five hundred degrees. Yes. Uh, I was just listening to that the other day. Uh, is you stupid? Bitten nothing but a sack chasing motherfucking midnight and never mind. No, that's on. Uh, that's lights out. For oh, some reason that's lights out ain't on Apple Music for some fucking reason. I'm not. Why. I mean, like. Those hood albums from back in the day, I'm not surprised. Like, <laughs> you won't find uh, fucking Mr. Big on there either. Take that shit, nah, I got child, bitch. On mine. My, on iTunes? Yeah, on iTunes. Damn, yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> I haven't looked for that. I'm dope back in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucking hard, bro. I know. I bought a Cadillac and put the things on that bitch. Mm. Ooh, that shit go hard. He had two saps, didn't he? he? Like he had like a trial one, yeah. and, it, and what was the other one? I can't think of the other one. He had two though that was burning. Yeah, he had two though. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, but yeah. In any event, yeah. Um. Okay, with fucking lights out, I knew the fucking Wayne was gonna be like that guy. Like again, not as big as Juvenile, but for him to be a kid rap about adult shit, like like not like Lil Bow Wow and shit or fucking Romeo. He was a, a child rapping about killing niggas, and you believed it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's crazy if you think about it, bro, because he was like 15, 16 when, when fucking Lights Out came on. Like, Wayne ain't that much older than we are. Oh, I know. And he's been in the music industry for like... He's been in the music forever. Forever. Uh-huh. He had no goddamn childhood. No. At all. And it's crazy. And he's still relatively normal for a quote unquote rock star in Hollywood. Like he ain't been doing like no real crazy shit. Yeah, I know. Like having breakdowns and shit. Like fucking Britney Spears. Oh, uh, even last time I seen Lil Wayne was literally I was watching um uh when Phoenix Suns the basketball team mm-hmm. beat uh the Clippers. He was at the fucking game. <laughs> And then he dapped up everybody. I was like, up there congratulating the Phoenix Suns and shit. I said, it's like, this motherfucker act like he's older than the team or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could be low key. You never know. This nigga. Yeah, man. But, for real. Um, as far as child stars go, Lil Wayne's probably one of the most normal child stars out there. Yeah. Because fucking Bow Wow crazy. Fucking Britney Spears crazy. Fucking, well, He's something, he's certain, he, he one dude I, I probably definitely would, would like to meet, cause I know he normal when I've seen him in the open, he just seemed like, 
He just seemed like a funny dude. Yeah. <laughs> For his for his shit similes alone, he's he's yeah. funny. So, who has that many shit similes? I'm the shit. Ten bathroom, I can shit all day, nickel. <laughs> uh, That's that shit, nigga. Put it in the pamper. <laughs> so we'll end on this uh, very nasty joke. I guarantee you, Lil Wayne. Either shit some bitches or let bitches shit on him. How much he talks about shit. Yeah, I know, right? I guarantee that's something that he's into. Guarantee. <laughs> but okay, uh, that's where we're in this episode. So that's a little preview of what we're going to talk about next time. Because there's so much more to talk about in regards to cash money. There's the uh, child molestation rumors about baby. There's juvenile. There's BG, the breakup of the hot boys. There's Turk. My main motherfucker, man, Turk. There's fucking Wayne breaking out. There's fucking Young Money to talk about. There's so much shit that we can talk about. Like I said, like might be a multi-part episode, so it might be Cash Money Summit Part One. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, anything else, my guy? Nah, that's all you got, man. All right, so we'll see you back here next month for another episode of the most highly rated show on True Stories based on pod, True Stories based on Fiction Podcast Network in no particular order. And we out this bitch. <laughs> but all right, man. All right, bro. I can do it.